Welcome, friends, to the Soul Talk podcast, a show where we explore and uncover the path to the heart, amplifying your conscience. Join me as we meet incredible souls who are in this journey and learn from their experience and different methods that will make you vibrate your heart. Let's get into it. Hello, everyone. This is Monica Ramirez, Warrior of Love, and thank you for being in Soul Talk. And today we have a very interesting conversation about the elements, how you work with the elements actually to heal yourself. Well, we're going to be talking more about it with Amy Janice. Thank you, Amy, for being here with us in Soul Talk. Thank you, Monica. It's very nice to be here. Amy's a consultant a stylist, and we're going to learn more about this because this is, I believe this is very important because everything is related to everything. And the elements, it is part of us of who we are as a humans. And Amy, please let us know how do you, you're a little bit about yourself and how do you got to here to this conclusion? Okay, so a couple of years ago, well, let me back up from that. I've done a lot of behind the scenes type of work, ghostwriting, copywriting, things like that, kind of always being more the supporter behind the scenes person. And a couple of years ago, I published my first novel in my own name. And when that came out, I happened to also be attending a speaker's retreat to support a friend who was a luminary there. And I met an image consultant um, and she typed according to the elements instead of, you know, traditional things like the seasons. And I decided to go ahead and let her type me because I thought with her telling me what to wear for like photo shoots or book signings or things like that, you know, like for my professional image, I had no intention of embodying it or changing what I wore day to day. Um, When she gave me the elements and their core characteristics, I just knew I was not a fire and I did not want to be a fire. I didn't want those colors that didn't sound like me. She typed me as a fire. So I wore the colors to prove her wrong. And that didn't happen. Um, I found that when I actually, I I do believe that colors hold energy as well. So when I wore the colors that she recommended, my life started to shift. I was received differently professionally, personally, my relationships with family, friends, my children, they seemed to deepen my income more than doubled. I allowed myself to fully be who I was born to be. I was showing up as a water. I was wearing watercolors. My behavior was like a water. Well, water puts fire out. So I was literally putting myself out. So I do believe that the colors that we wear give off energy and intention. So the thing that we like to say is when you wear the colors that are meant for you, you can give the energy you want for the day and set the intention for the day just on what you're wearing because each color holds its own energetic power. So you get your colors depending on your element. And then within those colors, it breaks down into, are you giving a talk today? Are you meeting somebody professional? Um, Do you need to have a heart to heart with someone that might be a little uncomfortable? Do you want to connect with them emotionally? Do you want them to see your heart? Or do you just want to have a chill day where you just want the energy to be calm around you? Each of those different energies that you want to create can can absolutely uh, hold impact from the colors that you wear. It goes even beyond. I am. I study design, 
and they teach us about the psychology. This is a story, actually, that is proven by science that it is uh, that the colors that we actually paint the warehouse or whatever it is going to be, it is actually what is going to um, create uh, different states or emotional states in the mm -hmm. human being. Like you want to paint a room in black, probably you're going to be depressed and so forth more <laughs> often than not. Uh, or red in a kitchen, you're going to be eating all the time. Yes. So, and that's one of the studies of psychology that they that they bring out. And mm -hmm. I can imagine how that is going to affect us also when we are dressing with certain colors. Absolutely. So it goes into like, think about all the billions of dollars that companies spend a year on advertising, getting their colors right, because there's also certain shades of colors, right? Each element has their own reds that they can wear, but they're different reds. So like as a fire, my colors are more like fall colors. So I can wear like the rusty reds, um, brick red, things like that. But if I tried to put on like a bright red, I would look, I, I might look sick, but either way, it, it's like an invisible cloak. So it's kind of like when you're trying to connect with somebody or with the world or you're presenting or anything that you're doing, it's like saying, Hey, see me, look at me. Well, you, you can't because there's this invisible cloak there. So even though there might be a connection, there might be some, you know, you might resonate a little bit. There's still subconsciously a disconnect on both sides. Because if I'm not in the right colors, I'm not aligned with my element, with who I am. So I'm not all the way confident. I'm not all the way comfortable. I'm sending you a message not to trust me or not to connect with me. And you're receiving that even if it's, it, it may be completely subconscious. Um, I noticed I was received differently when I started wearing those colors, but it's not just the colors. It's, it's when you look at the whole big picture of it, um, certain characteristics that I displayed when I was a child, uh, through different traumas, I covered those up. I, I learned to behave a different way because I got a different outcome, right? We learn through conditioning or whatever the case may be, how we need to show up. Mm -hmm. So there was a couple of traumatic incidents when I was around eight years old with my father and I quit trusting myself. So instead of being decisive and standing firm in my decision and believing in that, I started just going with the flow and not having an opinion like, okay, whatever. So that created this course in my life where I showed up differently. And since I've discovered this and I, I embraced it and embodied it. Now I look at it like, no, this is what I want. This is my opinion. And I stand firm in it because I gave myself permission to be who I am, who I was born in this lifetime to be. So it's an internal thing, but it comes outward. So the colors hold their own energy, but it's also self-work because we get to kind of see and identify like, oh, I, I've been denying that part of me. And when you give yourself permission to step into every part of who you are, magic things happen. Yes, I, I totally can see that. But at the same time, how do you know that what is the, are you go with the signs? Because I know the signs also have their own colors. Scorpio wear water. Like I am Scorpio. <laughs> And, no, uh, so we, we don't go off of the astrological signs. It does have some, some things to do with like your hair, eye, and skin color. Just like when people get typed by the seasons, that's the more traditional method. And our palettes are seasonal because they're congruent, you know, pleasing palettes. 
but it's also based on the shape of your features, like the shape of your cheeks, your jawline, your nose. So if I were to do it virtually, I would send you a typing kit and it's going to have different cloths and things in it. So then we meet on Zoom and you, the lighting has to be good. And we try to have just a white plain background. You would put the cloths on you and I see how your eyes and skin react to the colors. So most of us think that we look great in black because the fashion industry tells us that, right? They tell us, oh, it's slimming. It looks great on everyone. It goes with everything. That's not really true. Black only looks good on about 15% of the people. That means the rest of us are wearing an invisible cloak every time we put on black, but it's one of the most common colors in fashion. So your, your eyes and your skin react differently to the colors. I also ask questions about your core personality traits, what you were like as a child, you know, Kimberly Crow, she is an heir. So heirs are fun. They are all about fun. They, and you know, her, her slogan is if it's not fun, it's not worth doing. Um, so she's in her particular shade of red that gives her that passion, that energy. She shows up well in that. But if you were to put her in black, her, she's going to look more pale and she's not going to look the same. And it's also going to bring her energy down a little bit. Most people would never recognize that, but if you kind of know her or you see that you would know. So like, after I take my clients on this journey, I do, I show them the pictures Um, when you're in the wrong colors, when you're really, when you know what to look for, you'll start noticing different imperfections in the skin. So when I typed one of my sons, he has scars on his face. And when I had him in the wrong colors, one of them, he looked ill. Like his skin was like really blotchy and pale. Um, another color, his scars were very pronounced. And then in the right color, everything smooths out your skin smooths out your eyes smooth out, but in person, There's other things I can do, like the texture of your forearm right here, the skin, each element has different texture skin too. It's it, that's like a really minute nuance. Um, the shape of your toes can be an indicator, the way your shoulders are like straight shoulders or rounded or angled, all of that. Like it it goes into your core personality traits, the shape of your features, as well as your skin, eye and hair color. So it's really comprehensive. It has nothing to do with your zodiac sign. Um, it's just who, what your element is at the core of your person. Oh, this is very different that I have heard, and uh, and this is very instructive. I have never heard this one. <laughs> I, I I have applied it in decorations and in a home. Yes. Yes, but never in in my clothing. Mm-hmm. So. It's based on the energy and harmonics of color, uh, based on a book by Johannes Eiten. He was like way back in the late 1800s, early 1900s. He was an art professor and he would give his students a color palette. He was like, this is a pleasing color palette. Paint me a picture. And a lot of his students said, that's not a pleasing color palette to us. So he decided to do an experiment and he said, fine, here are all of the colors you paint what's a pleasing color palette to you. And he noticed there were four distinctive color palettes that kept emerging, but it wasn't just the color palettes. It was the type of painting those students also painted. And then he started noticing that their facial features also lined up with that style. So we'll say a water. A water 
what we would call a water um, would wear like the summer colors. If you were typing by the seasons, it's a summer color palette. There are muted cool tones. The colors are soft, like gray based. Um, they blend together. They're really smooth. They kind of a downward flow and the, and they're, it's like soft and romantic. The people who painted those pictures with those colors, their facial features were typically soft and just kind of flowy and muted. Um, a fire is the rich, or excuse me, the muted warm tones. So like the fall colors. And he noticed that they were very angular. There was a, a certain pattern that kept emerging. And he noticed that the people had angled jaw lines, even like the way that we talk with our hands or move our hands. If we like make this V shape a lot, like my, my pinkies go out like that. Um, that's a fire trait. Our symbol is triangle. So there's different nuances that the elements also have that like you would never pay attention or notice it unless you were taught about this. Um, but Johannes Eitan is actually the person who put together the color palettes. Like if you've ever been to the Home Depot or something with the, the paint, no, the paint I, wheels, the color wheels, he designed am, that, he put that together. I am an artist. Those are my artwork. So, oh my goodness, you're amazing. Those are beautiful. Thank you. So this is very, very interesting. Mm -hmm. I tend to paint more in uh, earthy colors. Okay. And that's, that's my, usually my palette. So when you say earthy colors, do you mean like the rich jewel tones or do you mean like the browns, the greens? Browns. It can be even a, a blue, but it is going to be more earthy. It's going to be more toned down, not the brilliant one. I can dress okay. brilliant, but I will not uh, paint so brilliant. I, even if we have all the artists, we have temporaries that the blues, like even this famous, the, the blue time or the red time. Yeah, but we have our own palettes that mm -hmm. we tend to to paint. In my case, it is more earthy, like kind of uh, the archangel. That's more my 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 palette. But I paint okay. once in a while just to have something that is more vivid, but it is once in a while. So when... what what we consider the earth colors or the earth tones are the rich, like think of the core of the earth, right? The gemstones. So the, the very vivid, but cool colors. So like magenta, emeralds, mm. that's in what the, we call earth. In the artists, we call like ochre, like mm -hmm. uh, brick, those kind of colors. Those are the earthy colors. Okay. So that's more fall or fire to us. Yes. Like the, the fall color palette, like the rusty reds, the browns, yes. the, that is, okay. for we the call artists, that fire. Yep. That so is, those are the colors that I'm supposed to wear that I do wear now. I embrace that and I embody it. But at first I was like, I don't want to wear those colors. Well, my mother told me that when I was a little girl, those were all, the only colors I would wear. She said, I refused to wear other colors. And, um, it wasn't until after those incidents that I just stopped wearing them. But she was like, no, you were a very, very defiant, not defiant. I was very clear and decisive. I knew what I wanted and I didn't accept anything else, but then through life changing, I became somebody different, um, for years. It took me years to realize all of that and kind of work through that so that now I'm like, oh yeah, I do know what I want. So it, it's kind of interesting. 
Um, some people use it just for the colors to wear for, you know, professional reasons because they're on stages or all of these other things. So I help those people too, but I love the transformation where somebody really gives themselves permission to be who they are in, in completeness with it. I say it's an inside out thing because it, it really does. It, it really can transform and, and give you permission to fully step into who you are. It can be a beautiful thing. And I ask you if for a speaker, let's say, what colors would you recommend they're going to be doing the public speaking? So that would depend on their element. I can show you, these are the four color palettes that we use. Mm -hmm. But within the color palettes, once I can, once I know somebody's element, I can tell them, okay, this part of your color palette, these are your dynamic colors. So when you want to be seen and heard, these are the colors you wear. Mm -hmm. These are your foundational colors. They ground you and give you your power. So if you're on stage, you want to wear foundationals or dynamics or a combination, but I don't know specifically which ones those are, unless I know your element. So I, I do give that information though. Um, when I type someone, I give them a document that gives them their details, what their, even their metals, your jewelry. Um, we each have our own jewelry, our shapes. There's, there's a lot of intricacies that all, you know, go together. And it's, especially being an artist, you know, you can't just say blue because there's 50 million shades of blue. Of everything. <laughs> so each, each element has its own, well, fires, we don't get blue. We get teal and a little bit of turquoise, but other than that, we don't get blue. So like my new black is dark forest green, chocolate brown, um, eggplant, really deep, dark, like, um, kind of like a deep, dark wine or burgundy color, but all of my colors typically have a brown undertone. Um, olive green is a good one for us. Most people can wear Navy. So like airs and waters, their new black is like Navy, but earths get to wear black, but they don't get to wear brown. So we all have our, our own shades for those different things. Wow, this is so, so interesting. How do you work with people? Um, so I have a group program that they can go through where I type one-on-one. -on -one. That's not a group activity. We do typing one-on-one -on -one either in person or on Zoom, depending on location and my travel schedule. And I also do, uh, I work with people one-on-one, -on -one, like as VIP clients as well. So if the group thing isn't your thing, or if you don't want to sit through, you know, the one-on-one -on -one to type you and then five group classes. We can also work together one-on-one. -on -one. I also have a super VIP package um, or the ultimate VIP package where I would fly to you or you fly to me. And I have a team that I would bring with me. We type you, go through your closet, go shopping with you. You get new headshots. Um, that's a my super package. Um, but yeah, people can work with me in a group setting or a one-on-one, -on -one, either way. Well, guys, if you're seeing this uh, this podcast, this episode, you might be very interested like I am right now. <laughs> and I will be posting her information down below. So like that, you can get a hold of her and you might want to get a consult with her or actually to, to get into her program. Do you have something else that you would like to add before we, we close? 
I think the one thing that the, the core message or value um, that I like to share is you are enough where you are, who you are, how you are. Love yourself. Love yourself where you are. Meet yourself where you are. You can improve. We can all improve always. But that doesn't take away from who you are. Right this moment, you are enough. Love yourself. And then you're able to give to those that you want to give to. But always love yourself and take care of yourself. That is very important, too. If you don't love yourself, it doesn't matter how you dress. <laughs> no, not at all. And you can't really fully love someone else if you don't love yourself because that connection, we're all connected and yeah. it, it all starts with self. So you can only love somebody else as much as you love yourself. So show yourself that love. You deserve it. And you are going to project that whenever and more when you're dressing in the right colors. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. It's all about alignment. Yes. So do you have a, also you have a book, you're a, a author, right? Yes. <laughs> Um, I, I have a fiction, um, series and I also, um, am in a collaborative nonfiction book. The voices of the 21st century is the collaborative book. My chapter is it's aimed at women and my chapter is collaborate. Don't compete. I don't believe in competition in the greater scheme of things, um, because I believe we're connected. So what's for you is for you. What's for me is for me. And if we are so worried about trying to be better than the next person, we're putting everyone's light out. But if we encourage and accept everyone for the gifts that we bring, we shine brighter together. That's my philosophy on that. That, that is so true. That's why there's a lot of division in the planet or competition. And mm -hmm. people lose their uniqueness, uniqueness. And that's the main part. Absolutely. I don't want to be like everybody else anymore. There was a period of time where I did because I thought I was supposed to be. I wanted to be normal. What is normal? Normal is being you because nobody else can be you. And no one can shoot, uh, say what it is normal because there is no normal. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I agree Not with you. Not at all. So, uh, guys, uh, if you wanted to share this video, it may help someone else beside of you. And... Uh, and let us know in the comments. Remember, uh, her information is going to be down below, and the link and the links to contact her and getting to her programs of Amy is going to be down below. So, um, thank you for watching Soul Talk. And my name is Monica Ramirez, the Warrior of Love. And thank you for being here. Bye. Thank you, Monica. Thank you for joining me today. I would love to share with you my transformational system, Path to the Heart, that I created just for you. Head over to monicaramireswarrioroflove.com and you will find free resources. In there, you can download a masterclass in how to stop being people pleaser and meditations to get you started.